Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, and the Gurkha Cigar Studio in beautiful British Columbia, welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Mitchell Santaga. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Smokin' Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokinTobacco.com, and I am not joined by anyone else tonight because Mitchell Santaga is sick and could not make the show. We wish him well. Hope that he feels better. Um... But that's okay. I'm gonna hold down the fort by myself tonight. That's okay. Right? I am in the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts, and I am joined tonight by my guest, Mr. Ed Trevino of Luciano Cigars. Ed, how are you? Great, man. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, let's see. How many weeks is it now? I think we're approaching. You're, you're without Mitchell, so that must be weird. It is weird. You know, it's. It's weird. I hope to he be... feels better, brother. Yeah, I, I I hope so too. Um, he um, he he definitely brings a balance. You know, I I call him my little Switzerland. Um, even <laughs> though he's not from there, and I don't believe he has any heritage from there, but he's my little Swiss. You know, because he's always neutral. You know what I mean? He's always mm-hmm. he always brings balance. Um, and he always brings us back into the show when we start to veer off a little bit. He I give him credit. He he stays on point. He does his job. So. Um, I'll try to help. I'll try to not go on too many rabbit trails too for you today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah. So he's not here tonight, unfortunately. I know he wanted to be here though. So um, I, I know he, he was pretty bummed that he couldn't make it tonight, but um, I know that he said that he would have smoked the Y Panda in your honor. I think, is what ah. he, I think is what he was going to smoke. So uh, the Y Panda is, it was Mitchell's lineup for tonight. So um, big shout out to him. Hope everyone over there feels better. Um, but it's just me and you tonight, which is exciting because that just means I get to talk to you more than, uh, sharing my time with Mitchell. Um, you think it's exciting now? We'll see how it is later in the show. Time will <laughs> you tell. might be like, oh, dang it. This guy, this guy won't fucking <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see Possible. how it goes. No, I mean, I would say you can't be, let's see. We've had, We've had some very interesting people. I mean, obviously, like, first of all, you get the fun, interesting, like Matt Booth. Um, oh, yeah. Steve Saka. You know, those guys, you know, they know how to keep yeah. the show going. It's great. You know, last week Steve was on. We did almost three hours. Matt comes on a show. There's been multiple shows. We didn't even talk about cigars once. I tried to ask a question, and he didn't even want to talk about it. And then I just said, all right. And I gave up, and he talked about <laughs> fucking whatever he wanted to talk about. Uh, then you got the shows where, you know, uh, you know, people come on and whether they're just not as interactive and not as forthcoming or they're just, you know, they're really mm-hmm. late and they're unprepared or I don't know. You got those shows, but time will tell where you fall on the, uh, on the ranking I will, order. I will do my best not to be monotone and boring and ignore <laughs> everybody and ask all the questions. I will push forward with my own agenda. Yep, that's all you can do. <laughs> no, nope, I ain't gonna do that. No, oh, man. Hopefully it'll be fun. Hopefully it's a good time. Just blink four times if I'm really bugging you a lot. And you're like, I want to get on, move along. Then I'll say, okay, I'll, I'll acquiesce. But I look forward to it, man. I've been looking forward to the show for a long time. So thanks so much for having me on here. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. I um, let's let's first let's 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 do a couple of things first before we get really uh, into our our conversation tonight. First and foremost, sure. as the guest, I'm gonna let you go first, but. As always, our cigars tonight are brought to you by the number two guyscigars.com. That's right, the number two guyscigars.com. Go there now, check them out. One of the best, biggest, and brightest selections of cigars and cigar accessories in the industry, only at the number two guyscigars.com. Um, Ed, what are you smoking with us tonight? Well, I personally, I'm smoking the uh, Luciano Dreamer Lancero. It's a great cigar. Um, this has just uh, always been in my my humidor, uh, even before the days of working here with Luciano Cigars. Just a, a great cigar and the first Lancero to ever make the top 25 list. So that's pretty exciting. But yeah. uh, I'm a big small ring gauge guy. Big small ring gauge. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess it does because I'm a big guy and I like small ring gauge. So, yeah. I like what me. you did there. I like what you did. That was, that was really well put together. Um, Fluid, huh? I, I, I have to say I agree with you. I mean... <laughs> I um, you know, being in the media too. I mean, we we smoke a lot of stuff. Being a manufacturer, you know, 
you guys smoke a lot of stuff. A lot, mostly a lot of your own. You're always either trying stuff or you're just, you know, promoting stuff. Um, sure. So, like, I would say, like, people who operate, you know, around the in- and retailers too. I mean, they're they're constantly smoking different stuff, what to bring in and shit like that. Um, so, yeah, it's crazy. And I've talked about this before, where like, you know, you're constantly just like smoking a lot of different things, and it's not you don't always have the or maybe. For some of us, you don't always have the luxury of just always getting to smoke exactly what you want. Um, but sure. what I will say is that, yeah, man, like you go through different phases. You're 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 trying different things. Um, and, you know, I remember a few years ago, like I went through a larger ring gauge like fad. Maybe I don't know if fad is mm-hmm. the right word, but maybe I'll go through. I'll use fad. It's I a don't phase. Like the, it was a phase. It was a phase. I like that better. I like that better. Yeah. I a phase. But I will say I always... I always seem to come back to smaller ring gauges, um, and I, I never like I never get really sick of them. I might not smoke as many for a small period, but I never get sick of them. Uh, Lanceros, yeah. Lonsdales, Coronas. Um, there's always a time and place for those cigars, and sure. I think that any real cigar smoker, uh, regular cigar smoker, uh, should always have those in their lineup. In addition to everything else that they want to have, but I think it's always important to have those cigars because you can always you can always find time to smoke a, a thinner ring gauge cigar, which usually sometimes sometimes a quicker cigar. Sometimes it's not as always easy to find time to smoke a six by sixty. You know that's that's a much beefier yeah. cigar and or a Churchill or what have you. So uh, well, I smoke quite a few cigars. So my second cigar already got queued up, and it's actually in honor of a. One of our sales guys who uh, uh, is is with the company who just had his one year anniversary, uh, Paul Wood. So Paul Wood was one of the guys that was really pushing with me on this uh, this Maria Lucia, the Corona Gorda size. So so there you go. Uh, I want to make sure and uh, smoke this cigar to both honor Luciano cigars, uh, also Lu- Luciano's mother, and also honor, of course, Paul Wood, who is a huge advocate for the Corona Gorda size. So yeah, uh, happy anniversary, us. Paul. Thanks for being with our team. Uh, let's go. Absolutely. Well, congrats to Paul. I mean, I know you guys have had a had a lot of changes in the last year or so, and I know you got your sales team. You know, you guys have brought some people on. Yeah. I know you, you've you've been with Luciano about a little over a year now. I think is what you yeah, said. Yeah, a little over a year. Yeah. So, uh, it, yeah. We'll, and we'll talk more about that. But it's 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 been an exciting time for you guys. You've been making a lot of changes and, and doing some new stuff. So, um, oh, here's Mitchell in the comments section. Mitchell is here joining us from the comments. Hey. I'm sure he'll have a lot to say. Um, and I am smoking. I'm sorry. I'm smoking the Maria Lucia as well. Um, nice. Great cigar. I know this was a uh, this was a popular one last year uh, when it mm-hmm. when it first came out. So uh, I grabbed this one. I wanted to smoke, as I was telling you before, I wanted to smoke either the White Panda <laughs> or the Foreign Affair, as I know we had plenty of both of them and i could not find them to save my life and i was like this kind of sucks because i mean it would have been great to smoke those but it's all right because i found a couple of these and i said well i mean that's a good fill-in so well first of all those cigars are so hot right now man i'm sure people are just stealing them from you left and right (laughs) so you gotta guard those puppies right now both the white panda and the foreign affair i know and I got, you know, I got the missus too. You know, she's she goes through stuff. She's taking stuff. I don't know. Things oh, just I know disappear. Nicole will smoke them for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. You know, things walk away. But, um, I but I had I have reserves and I have good reserves. I always have a good insurance policy. So it came through tonight, which is important. nicely done. Uh, but as always, we are lighting our cigars and cutting our cigars with none other than the best. That's right. You wanted the best. You got the best. ST DuPont. Tonight I am using once again one of my favorite lighters from ST DuPont. This is the Duffy Extreme featuring the twin torch uh, lighter with the giant clear view, uh, fuel view tank on the side. Holds really well in the hand. Really solid. A little bit of weight to it but not too much. Always lights up. First crack. Side trigger right there. This is actually the new petrol blue. Uh, It's a matte finish blue that came out I want to say early this year uh, in the United States, and I believe it's exclusive to the United States. And it's just a, it's an awesome color, that matte blue finish. And as oh, I don't have my cutter, I, I put it away already, but I do have my uh, yeah. my SD Dupont cutter that I here it is, always have with me. So can SD- I add to your commercial there real quick? Is that all right? Because <laughs> so, I didn't even absolutely. know we were doing that. But dude, I lit my cigar today with the uh, with the line two. Uh, uh, by DuPont. This is about ten years old. Line two. This is the the 
palladium with the uh i think it's palladium platinum one of those two with the uh black lacquer so yeah let's see this one's there you go so uh yeah this thing's about 10 years old um i've had it forever it's got my little initial engraved on the back that i actually engraved myself right here so nice uh this has been a, a staple for me for a long time so Shoot, sponsored by SC DuPont. I'll talk about my DuPont here, right here. This, this is great. They've been around forever and works every time. Yeah, you know, you, you can always rely on them. You know, they have they stand the test of time. You know, you get what you pay for. You pay a little bit more, but you get a product that'll last forever. And I think there's a lot to be said about that. And there's a reason why that's sure. SC DuPont. Be exceptional. Um, let's get back into our show here. As much as I love SC DuPont and our friends at Two Guys Cigars, the show must go on. So don't forget to check both of those guys out. But also, let's talk to Ed. So, Ed, as I said before, you've yeah. been with the company a little over a year now. And uh, in that time, you guys have also hired other salespeople. You guys have yeah. um, come out with some new cigars. You guys have also, if I remember correctly, you guys also now are partnered with ATL Cigars. Yeah. So um, let me give you some background on it, if that's all right. Yeah, um, absolutely. And just tell me if it's getting too lengthy. But uh, basically, um, you know, I'm a guy that's been in the cigar industry and in the manufacturer and retail side uh, for 30 years now in January. So I've been around a long time and uh, doing a lot of that stuff. Just love cigars. Just been in it for a very, very long time. And then uh, worked through with some of the major companies, was picked up on the manufacturing side by uh, uh, CAO back in the day with Chano Osgener. He actually hired me. So, um, one of the greatest people I've ever met in the industry, great <laughs> dude. Um, and, uh, been kind of through that process the whole way. And now, uh, um, working, uh, with Luciano right now, because, uh, uh, Luciano is just, uh, such a, such a gifted and talented individual, such a great guy, uh, really cares for people. And, um, you know, my perspective has always been that the business will come if the people are always taken care of. So, uh, we've always kind of run that way, and uh, Luciano and I became friends a few years back, and uh, as he started to look into uh, getting into his own distribution and doing his own products of the stuff he makes in the factory, we uh, he came to me and said, Ed, I, I just, I'd like someone to help build a, a sales team, and I was like, you're crazy, dude, I, I, don't, I don't know how to do this, uh, and he says, no, we'll learn together, I know you can do it, you'd think you, you think you don't know, but you do know, and uh, so he uh, took a little bit of time and, and, and uh, had a lot of faith in me, and um, and as a result, um, you know, we kind of got together, started putting the foundation of distributing our own stuff. And uh, since then, uh, I've hired up a, a sales team, set up all the sales organization stuff and run everything. So now we're completely uh, vertically integrated and seed to shelf and have our own guys out on the field. And we've got a team of nine people out there selling cigars um, and uh, just trying to keep up with the, the growth trajectory that we've seen with all of our latest releases. Some you've mentioned already. Yep. Um, but man, it's just been such a wild, fun ride starting from the beginning, working for some of these other companies. I would be like, hey, I need a price list. Let me email someone and they'll send me a price list. And now I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to make a price list. Uh, so <laughs> it's been fun <laughs> and getting all that stuff going from the beginning. But what a cool challenge and what a cool way to develop family. We've got some of the greatest people I've ever worked with in my life with this team. And uh, just really, really cool people. And it's been a lot of fun and a lot of difficulty. Um, but at the same time, you know, when it's hard to do something and you get it done, the sense of accomplishment is there and the pride uh, of team is there. And um, yeah, I think it shows in our cigars. So that's a brief rundown, believe it or not, of my, my tenure here. So That was pretty good, though. No, that was pretty good. You hit all the high points, <laughs> all the important points. It wasn't too long, but it wasn't too short. I mean, I... I've had guys come on the show who've been in the business for a long time, and you know, you you, you start with a little bit of the backstory when it's their first time on the show, yeah. and, and they'll be like, "I've been making cigars for thirty-five years," and uh, yeah, it's been good. And I'm like, well, on July twenty-fifth, two thousand and one, <laughs> at seven p.m., I was enjoying a cigar while making dinner. It was roast beef that night, and no, there's none of that going to be here. I just try to keep it a little. I don't want people to start, you know, tuning out and saying this guy's freaking boring. So. Yeah, of course you got to keep it hot and you got to keep it light. Um, let's sure. talk about let's talk about um, what you're doing now. So, sure. as a as a brand, so a couple of things that we saw. I don't I don't think I came by your booth this year. I think uh, Kevin and Mitchell came by the booth. So, um, might have been the worst decision you made. 
trying to refresh. But yeah, I know, I know. And I'm trying <laughs> now. I have to refresh my memory on the stories and stuff when they were written and all that. Yeah. Um, I I'll remember, help you, buddy. <laughs> I know you will. So I know that <laughs> at TPE and earlier in the year at TPE we saw the Foreign Affair, as well yeah. as I believe there was some there was the Wise Blood from the ATL cigars that you guys were also showing as well. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the connection too, and I think I missed that is that the, um, you know, Luciano being someone who really wants to create a cigar experience to tell a story of an individual or people and their stories rather than create our own or use third party market research or anything like that. He's a guy that really likes people. And so in his connection, it's a great story, uh, from, from Luciano, you'll have to have some time. I know you guys are close, but, um, his connection, he, he ended up connecting up with the guys at ATL and, um, you know, they were, of course, celebrating all the things that come out of Atlanta. Um, you know, a lot of pride in them for it. A lot of the, the community, a tremendous export town, does some great things and want to just kind of celebrate the culture and pride of Atlanta. And um, through that relationship with Luciano, we now make and manufacture and distribute all the ATL lines as well. It's part of our family of brands. Um, uh, we work together. It's still a Black-owned business out of Atlanta, which is awesome. Leroy and Janelle, uh, great, great people. Peter, the founders of it all. Uh, just great people. And um, we all work together as that family kind of mentality that I know in corporate America, they use the term family a ton, but man, this truly is family. You'll probably hear it a lot from me and we're we're all close uh, on this aspect. So we do have the ATL stuff at TPE. As you mentioned, we released the uh, ATL Wise Blood, which is a new cigar for them. Um, and uh, we also released the Foreign Affair, which I know some of the people in the comments are smoking tonight as You're well. smoking so it. You. Yep. Yeah, I saw a couple of comments there, um, and I wish I was too. Um, so we and I remember, we saw those and we saw those cigars, um, which I know have been popular. I've seen a lot of people smoking them, talking about them. I know my guys have talked about them this year. Um, then we go to PCA, and I think you had you guys had a couple of things there, right? Or was it just was it just the sure. one? Yeah. So we had the um, the Y Panda. Uh, which was definitely a right. brand new cigar that we released celebrating the story of Panda, which we'll get into probably later, I'm sure. Yep. Um, but then we also um, had the reblending of the Good Trouble from ATL. So now all the ATL cigars are made in Luciano's factory. So okay. we're manufacturing all those. Um, Maria Lucia, which we've talked about, has been a, a single skew, single size um, blend up until this trade show. And we released it now in four blends due to its popularity. And uh, or four sizes, not blends. Sorry, sizes. I was gonna say and, four uh, sizes. One of them is that Corona Gorda. Yeah, four sizes. So yeah, so those were some of the new releases that we had out there, and um, man, been hitting the hitting the the world by storm. It's, it's coming great. back to me now. I remember, I remember the Maria Lucia was expanded, and I had to, and mm -hmm. I, I, I kind of wasn't, I really wasn't shocked to be honest with you, because I remember no. last year when you guys first. I think it was PCA of last year in 22. Sorry, I have to like think now. Um, mm -hmm. I remember that cigar came out. And I remember that was one of the bigger highlights from that trade show for Luciano. And then it yeah. came out, and I remember uh, everyone everyone started talking about it. And we got it. We smoked yeah. it. We liked it. And then you, there, I remember talking to some other guys who, and I won't mention any names, but guys who were no, we're all we're all buddies. <laughs> guys who are known for being. <laughs> Very critical on cigars, and I remember sure. those guys being like, "This cigar's really good." I'm like, "Really? It must be if you're like, telling what? me." <laughs> Hold on a second. What? <laughs> and I'm like, "If you like it, then this thing must be really good." So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and it kind of, it kind of really. Uh, I mean, I remember when the when the Dreamer came out and when Fiat Lux came out, and I remember thinking like, "Wow, this." It was kind of when I was still getting to know Luciano and I was like, wow, sure. these cigars are good. I remember actually Nicole was like, Oh, have you had like the Fiat launch? I love these cigars. And I tried them. And I'm like, Oh, these are good. And then, you know, so, I mean, you guys have had some great cigars for a long time. Yeah. And, you know, when that came out, it was kind of like, Oh wow, this was just another, you know, a bomb that you guys dropped. And I feel like that cigar really helped push the brand yes. a little bit yeah. more than the original cigars, which were still great cigars, but I, it, I feel like that Maria Lucia was just a very pivotal yeah. product for you guys as a company. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's a really cool thing because, you know, on so many levels, I mean, one of the things we talk about a lot at Luciano Cigars is that 
Uh, Luciano's gift at, at blending and at creating cigars brings out a flavor profile that's not unique and one-dimensional. Uh, sometimes you can smoke various manufacturers like, oh, I know this dude touched it because this tastes like that. It's like bands, you know, and music. They're like, oh, yeah, I can tell this this guy is from this band because it's the same sort of sound. Right. Uh, so a lot of times in this industry, you can get cigars that may have different bands or branding or whatever, but you can get, oh, I know that dude made this. You know, with Luciano, it's actually really cool because his um, his skill set brings about so many different flavor profiles that are in there. And, uh, you know, you can actually taste so many great different flavors, but they all have this one similarity of kind of a clean on the palate tobacco flavor. So it's just really easy to to smoke, to enjoy, to pull out the different nuances in the tobacco. But other than that, man, everything is so very different. And Maria Lucia was a statement for that. It was so different from what we had put out before, but so rich, so bold, yet elegant, so smooth, just a great blend. And shoot, the story of it being there to honor his mother is just uh, super amazing as well. So it couldn't happen to a better cigar, the success that we've seen on that line for sure. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, when you when you look at the symbolism behind that brand and yeah. how well it's done and just how well it's made, I mean, you, you, you hit everything I was going to add to it. I mean, bold. Just a lot of flavor, but elegant and smooth. It was done right, you know, mm-hmm. and you and it it just it performs well construction wise, the flavor wise, everything about it yeah. performs really well. And in a cigar that honors his mother, I mean that's that's important in itself. But you know, to also have a cigar that it's also a banger, so to speak, you know, I mean that's yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So no, uh, you're it, right. It's like you you try to do a cigar that's going to tell a story of a woman that you respect so highly. And we want to honor, you know, his mother and honor everything. But man, it would be a lot tougher if the cigar was not great. Uh, but I'll tell you, the cigar yeah. <laughs> is just great. And you know, having the cigar being great, the story being great, the the personal touch, the emotion that's put into the cigar, you know, I believe that you can actually, you know, kind of experience and feel a little bit of that emotion as you're enjoying that cigar and that passion and effort that's been put into it. So, um, yeah, it's been tremendous success and going nowhere but up for that cigar for sure and it's another another example of a lot of versatility and skill now and luciano's trying to watch the show via in-flight wi-fi right now because he's I on know. a plane i just saw him post that yeah so, yeah yeah. what's he up is. buddy safe travels yeah thanks for being here bud um great to hear from you hope you get where you're going safely um but and hopefully you can watch as much as the show as you can with that with that. I know that in flight Wi-Fi it can be uh it's you're like oh there's Wi-Fi on the plane and you get on the plane you're like yeah but this Wi-Fi like, is no. like trash <laughs> so I I feel the pain <laughs> trust me I do <laughs> especially like when you're on a flight where you gotta still pay for the Wi-Fi like yeah. which most of them I think are I mean I think JetBlue's free uh, and I think is Delta free. Yeah, I don't know, but I know that, you know, as much as Luciano flies, he should be getting some perks of status for that, for sure. I know, uh, right? He's he's all <laughs> over the place, for sure. And it's really cool. I mean, if you just think about the fact that he's flying, he's running these things, and one of the priorities he puts in place with everything going on, running a company, uh, doing all these things, managing, you know, crazy people like me, uh, doing all these things that are going on, and he's actually taking the time to tune into the show. So thank you so much, Luciano. Another testament to the character of the man, so. Yeah, thank cool. you. I appreciate it too. I mean, it's it's exciting to have him, you know, with us in some capacity. is is very special. Yeah. Um, hopefully we don't let him down. But yeah, um, hopefully I don't say anything dumb. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get a phone call tomorrow. Um, the <laughs> nah. uh, on the Maria Lucia, um, you know, so yeah, like I was saying, it was it wasn't really surprising to see you guys expand that to add multiple sizes. Um, and as great as this blend is, is this a brand that you guys could see yourself expanding blend wise in the future, just because it's already been such a success here? Maybe you kind of play around with it and maybe do some different things, or do you think, uh, or Luciano, um, wants to kind of leave it with just this blend and kind of just celebrate the success that it is, you know, like yeah. this? I'll tell you, there's one constant with Luciano, and that is that he's always creating and he's always blending. So I am never going to be the one to sit in front of you and say nothing else will come out from this because he's so creative and doing things that there's always the chance of something like that coming through. However, it has to be real. It has to be truthful. It has to be honest. So if he has an aspect of something that comes to mind that he can create and tell the story and expand the story, 
Um, I could totally see something like that happening with just who he is. This is me speaking, you know, maybe out of turn on this sort of stuff, but he and I have been working on a few of the blends and stuff coming up lately. Uh, he really just creates it and I just smoke it and say, oh my gosh, this is amazing. What's going on here? You know, it's more of that, you know, than anything else. But uh, he's always creating, um, you know, the sky's the limit as far as creativity with this individual. He's so creative and gifted that uh, um, I would never sit in front of anybody and say, he won't do that. He won't do that. Um, there is always the possibility of expansion and things, but it's more important that the blend is true and that the story is right and that the tobacco is actually telling that story than just, you know what, we've had success here. Maybe we should make another rapper of this or another rapper. That's not how we do it. Uh, it's all has to be based off of truth and, um, and honesty of the tobacco itself and, and the blending process. So let me ask you a question. He's working on blends all the time. He's got you know probably a lot of test samples Always. and stuff. And he's giving you mm -hmm. guys the smoke stuff. Now, when he gives you something and you smoke it and you're like, oh, like, what is this? Is he tell you or is it like, duh, don't worry about it. I just need to know if you like it or not. <laughs> no, it's it's really cool. We can't have a family aspect without being involved in the process for sure. And he's so good about that, you know, um, getting us together, keeping us involved. I mean, you were talking about foreign affair. I mean, foreign affair is a great example of that, too, where, you know, he's telling the story of a relationship with him, you know, and and Mike the Greek or Mike Danoulis, you know, and. Frank Cassio, and these are guys that, you know, have known each other for a long time, uh, have been doing a lot of stuff, and then partnered up on the brand with Luciano to create something to tell the story of bringing different kinds of people together. So Luciano creates something with four different tobacco blends, or four different tobacco countries of origin in the blend, yeah. and um, starts to bring all these different tobaccos together and tries to make a cigar that's actually going to be smooth enough for a light cigar smoker and bold enough and flavor and rich enough for the fuller bodied cigar smoker to bring those two together in the community that's there. So, you know, coming from that aspect, we're all very involved uh, in the process, uh, sometimes ad nauseum, but really it's hard to keep up with, uh, with Luciano just because of the fact that, you know, every time you see him, he's got a little roller bag full of tobacco and he's, you know, waking up in the middle of the night and blending and it's his, it's his happy place, you know, where he's creating and, and making different things. So we're able to try this. We're like, okay, so what's, what's here? What did you do here? Is this, oh man, I did this, I did this. Uh, you know, we've got this a different, we've got a polona of this stuff that I was just really excited about what the taste would be like. And then I saw this other thing and it's like, this tobacco is going to go here. We'll take some Pueblo Nuevo and put that in here and look what it did. And, you know, so it's actually really cool um, to be part of this as a whole. It's, it's more than just a, which I've done before, uh, you know, okay, sales team, go sell this because this is what we made and we think it's good. You right. Know, it's a it's it's a real process and a real involvement of our team. Yeah, and I think that um and there's other people, you know, we've had on the show, we've talked to who are work for companies that are similar who are more involved in stuff. Um and and I think that reaction is pretty universal. I mean, it's I think it's it's special when you can be involved in more than just being in the sales and focusing on selling. It's I think it's good at least from the outside looking in when you're involved in the process too, it, it helps you as a salesperson. Because um, mm -hmm. I think there's a difference between, you know, learning your product, understanding it, knowing it, going out and selling it. And people do really well that way. And that's not a knock on that. I mean, sure. that, that, that no. works for a lot of companies. But I think that as an added bonus, when you work for a company that, you know, includes you in the creation process, when you do go to sell um, and talk about it and, and promote it and, and, you know, you, you, you've given yourself a lot more resources and tools to do so because you understand yeah. the whole process better. Yeah, you're totally right. It helps from the, um, the sales side for sure. It helps for the involvement, the inclusion of the team, all those sort of things. But I, I really want to make sure and stress another aspect of it too, that, that it takes a certain culture from the top down to create an environment where that truly happens too. Yeah. And so, you know, from that aspect, it does tremendously benefit, but we actually work in a company where all the leadership, you know, Luciano, myself, our, our CEO, Mark, all these guys, we get together and we, we talk about things that are there and involving the team and working together. It's just a culture from the, from the top, you know, all the way through the entire company. And, you know, that culture is the part that's sometimes missing. You can create certain managers that do these sort of things and help the teams figure this stuff out and involve them. Um, you know, but at the same time, man, that is, it's not always the entire culture of the company, and that is truly the culture of what we built. It's cool. Yeah, that's really that's really something to be proud of as a company. Um, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll say that that's that's really awesome. 
Now, I have a lot of pride in that for sure. So as you sorry should. if I'm all excited and, 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 you know, it's just, it's really cool. No, you know? I mean, no, I'm, I mean, I'm happy to be part of that. No, I mean, yeah, you should, you should be excited though. I mean, you know, you've done a great job and, um, you know, you should celebrate accomplishments and, um, mm-hmm. and be happy for them. You know, when things work out, something to be excited about now, when they don't work out, that's a different story. Um, yeah, but... I'll take that blame too, but luckily <laughs> I haven't had to worry about that yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, now I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, actually, let me look at the time really quick. Let's, uh, let's actually, let's hit our news really quickly. If you, uh, if you don't Ooh. mind me, let me do that really quickly and then, uh, we'll Light. come back and I'll, I'll ask you, uh, about uh, a couple of the other products you guys have. So, once again, our news is brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. That's right, the McAuliffe Black. Rated 91 at SmokingTobacco.com. Check it out today. You can get it at TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're looking for a retailer, that's where you can buy it. Only at the two guys, number TwoGuysCigars.com. McAuliffe Black, it's a blackout. Um, you know, it's been a couple of quiet news weeks. Um now we're starting to kind of pick up again. Uh, Coop and I were talking about this a lot in over the last couple of weeks. It's been kind of quiet. I think a lot of it has to do with um, just the the change of the trade show. I think you know a lot of people are saving mm-hmm. things now for for March, and uh, it's it's been it's been a little slower. But we do have a couple of things, and I have one that's kind of interesting. It's kind of on theme from our guest from last week. Uh, but Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust has delayed the release of the Pulpetta until January 24. Uh, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust announces that their intention to delay nationwide distribution of their Pulpetta Puros. And Steve had said, normally delays from intended release dates are the result of either the cigars and or the packaging not being ready. But this is not the case for the Pulpetta. The cigars are already landed and aging in our U.S. warehouse. It is simply a matter of operational logistics doing what we believe is in the best interest of our purveyors and my staff. Uh, 2023 has proven to be another banner year for us here, and thanks to our loyal uh, customers, we have continued to grow substantially. Our staff is working diligently to fulfill the increased demand for not only our core products, but our three most recent releases, the Meat Carita Black, Moisture Saka Krakatoa, and the Meat Lovers Club. The Red Meat Lovers Club, sorry. In uh, consolation with my staff and the understanding that in November they must also ship this year's limited product, Stillwell Star Holiday 23, release date into its time-sensitive branding, they felt they couldn't evenly distribute another new Puro simultaneously and fairly to all of our retail partners, so I've decided to delay our introduction of Pulpetta until January. Um... You know, it's it, it's true. I mean, we, we talked about this with Steve last week. They they got a lot of stuff coming out this year. Sure, a lot, lot of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. For for and for a brand like them who does do a great job, um, you know, respectfully, they're still a smaller company and they're growing and they're doing yeah. a great job at it. But yeah, I mean, they don't have they don't they don't necessarily have the logistical power that some of the big boys have. So mm-hmm. when you see something like this, it kind of makes sense. And you know what? And I. My opinion of this story is, you know, like, is it disappointing? Yeah, but at the same time, they they have a they have a lot of stuff that they're already pushing out that's exciting, and you know, they're trying not to overload themselves so that they you know they don't disappoint the customer, and I think that's always the right move to make. So hats off to Steve for yeah. being a little bit proactive on that. Yeah, I don't know if you ex- expect comment on news stories, but I will tell you. Oh, absolutely, right. you know, absolutely. On this side, for sure, you know, understanding the logistics of things that happen in this this way. I mean, shoot, you know, we're technically a startup from a year ago, you know, and trying to build this stuff up, you know, and, and do these things. But yet at the same time, we've been in business for a long time. And so those things come about that are just difficult and it's always best to do the right thing. And I, I you know, tons of credit to, to Steve and his team for, for doing it that way. Um, you know, although there's always, of course, negatives to it all, you know, of course we're, we're sad as, as cigar smokers, um, but at the same time, it's really cool to see. And uh, I understand much more that some sort of things are delayed you know, and there's some things come about through the process and you want to do what's right always. So, uh, I don't know, kudos to the team from another manufacturer just saying, yep, sometimes doing what's right takes a little bit of time and you got to do it right. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's been a, a very consistent theme with a lot of, uh, brands that, you know, we've met with and talked to over the years on the show and whatever, yeah. uh, it's just, yeah, I mean, it, sometimes you just, you can't rush it, you know, and the Fuentes are famous for it. You can, won't wash the hands of time and it's true though that's a theme mm-hmm. that i think most most of the brands out there i've understood is in this business you know whether it's the tobacco whether it's just 
moving products like this or whatever it is, just, you know, he's sometimes it takes time and you can't rush it. Um, the worst thing you can do is rush anything and, and disappoint your customer. Um, and yeah. I think that that carries a lot of weight because at the end of the day, that's the most important mm -hmm. part of your business is your, is your customer. So yeah. yeah, hats off to Steve and, and his team for that. And, uh, we'll wait till January 24 to see the pulpettas. Um, and if you haven't smoked mm -hmm. one, you should, cause they are pretty great. Um, but yeah, let's get back to you, Ed. Um, are there more news stories? I usually just do the one. I usually just do the okay. one. Um, well, in yeah. other news, stay tuned for something exciting coming out of Luciano Cigars in the coming month or so. Oh, so there you go. A little oh. teaser right there. You know, make sure and stay in contact with your local Luciano sales rep because there's going to be something pretty exciting coming out here soon. So, oh, look at Ed Trevino just just a, little, just a little sprinkle of that information in there. That's nice. Now, if this was it's, Cigar it's, Coop, you know, it, that would be blasphemy because <laughs> teaser free, rumor free. You know, hey, you don't do teasers. <laughs> so, uh, that is my job for Coop for tonight. I can't pick on him too much. He's in the 305 and he's having a great time. <laughs> so, I can't knock him while he's being. Although, I will say. I will say, he's got to let the Gabe Kapler thing go. I mean, guy got fired twice. <laughs> Leave it alone. Like, I don't know. I love Coop. <laughs> I'm excited about our new cigars. That's all really I got to say. Is it, is some, something's coming out. So, so be ready. Stay, pay attention, folks. It's going to be fun. If you were on his show and you said he'd be like, Arr, 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 Arr. can I you give know. us some more information? No, 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 no teasers. No teasers. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I love Coop. I love Coop. I only pick on him because I love him and I know he can take it. And he can give it back, too. Don't don't let him don't let him fool oh, you. Yeah. Don't let him fool oh. you. <laughs> He's such a good dude, man. Such an example of the cigar industry where we show love and affection by sometimes, you know, kicking each other in the teeth a little bit, you know, but uh, such a good dude all the way across the board. So absolutely well he's in his happy place he's in miami which means he's probably going to caribbean if he's not already there uh i know that's his happy place i i'm pretty sure that's where he would want his ashes scattered you know god willing you know god forbid <laughs> he, he passes away I, I think that's i think that's what his wife's got like you know i you cremate me and sprinkle my ashes at caribbean in miami and i i think that's i think that's how he wants to go i mean that's, that's the happiest place i know he has so um, but anyway, Ed, let's talk. Let's talk about why Panda for a second. I know we we brought it up a sure. few times on the show. Tell us a little bit more about you know the meaning behind that, what it represents, and kind of a little bit more about the cigar. Yeah. Did you ever meet Panda yourself? I don't think the I did. Guy? No. no, I did. I don't think oh, I dude. did. So I'm going to tell the story pretty much as I know it, just a little bit here. And of course, there may be some pieces there because you know it's not my story; it's Panda's story. But. Um, and we don't have it all written down in a perfect little, you know, perfect little press release spreadsheet that we all have to read the, the exact wording of. That's just not how we operate. Um, but uh, Panda, <laughs> what's really cool is that um, there's a dude named Panda, right? His name is actually Panda. You know, you come into the country, you have the ability to select your name to be used. He selected Panda. Uh, believe it or not, with a name like Panda, he came from China uh, into the U.S. And uh, he came in and he um, <clears throat> went to school, was going to university and... You know, he's playing dominoes and hanging out and I think learning most of his English through like rap music and, and TV and stuff like that. So just a super colorful, great, great character, uh, really good dude. But he um, started working in a cigar shop as he was young and started to really kind of take to it. I mean, you know, you get that little bug of cigars in the community, you start to really grab into it all. And uh, man, he grabbed into it really strongly. And so he decided, I'm going to go move a little bit to... Uh, to Nicaragua and I'm going to go down there and try to figure out how to make cigars. And, Pretty you know, ambitious. let's think about that. You know, you got a Chinese young guy going to Nicaragua and trying to say, please teach me how to make cigars. And of course he got some resistance because he's not of Latin descent. He's not a family descent. There's a lot of pride and, and family generational kind of experiences going through there and, and building the tobacco. So uh, he had a little bit of resistance, but he met Luciano and uh, Luciano just, uh, heard his story and took interest in the person. And uh, uh, we laugh now because it's like he took in the little panda and fed him and they never went away. <laughs> um, but at the same time, he uh, uh, panda was just eager to get into the fields and eager to get into the factories and learn. And uh, Luciano saw that eagerness and recognizing it and said, you know, I want to tell the story. And panda asked him to be his mentor in, in, in learning tobacco. And um, I think that uh, he <clears throat> thanks a lot, Luciano, for your post right there. Put me on the spot. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll get to that. So after. as we go in, 
as as uh, Panda's there and um, hanging out and learning everything with it all, Luciano's just pouring into him, and Panda's just absorbing and getting his fingers dirty and getting soil under his nails and working the fields and factories and creating. And then about four years go by, and this now 30, 31-year-old guy, just turned 31, he, um, he creates this cigar with Luciano, and uh, it comes out as white panda. And at the trade show, people are like, Panda, what's the name for? I mean, why panda? And then so we asked Panda, we're like, why panda? And he says, your question is your answer. Why panda is the answer. I'm like, what the freak? Okay, cool. So, um, but <laughs> he's talking about basically the whole paradox <laughs> between the, you know, he's not wrong at all. <laughs> so it's the whole paradox of, you know, a uh, uh, Chinese immigrant coming in and learning the craft and creating something um, in this industry that's not necessarily, you know, full of that kind of guy. And uh, can it be successful, you know? And then they come up with a blend together with Luciano creating this, you know, Brazilian operaca, and also you have the Sumatra binder. It's a double binder. Those two leaves don't generally work together, but creating through this blend, you take the paradox of those two wrappers that are vastly different and you create a, a flavor profile, which is just amazing. So um, day two of the trade show, I go up to Panda and I'm just like, dude, you know, your white Panda right now is the top selling line of our cigars right now. Uh, at the show and he's like are you serious and he gets like a little teary almost because he's put so much work and effort into it uh, and Luciano told the story so beautifully through the smoking experience and the cigar um, you know that Panda was just like I can't believe it people are really enjoying the cigar and it's just very humbling and very cool so um, that's kind of the story behind Panda as far as the real stories it's the way that Luciano is choosing to tell the story of a very very um, passionate young man uh, from a background that's unorthodox and, and, and his journey trying to come up with a, an amazing cigar and an amazing cigar they both created. I mean, just using that Corojo wrapper there, the double binders and everything, and just kind of really creating such a unique flavor profile. Um, it's been our, our most in-demand cigar since the trade show. Uh, not our best selling yet because it's so new, um, but it's definitely ramping up and adding to the momentum we have as a company. Yeah. No, that's a, and that's a really special story. And um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, I'm just getting a little You're stuffy. Um, so just bear with me. You're teary-eyed for the success of Panda, right? You're getting teary-eyed and emotional. Yeah, he's got me. He's got me. You're um, not alone. It's uh, no, but it, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a cool story. And um, I actually, I haven't met Panda yet, but I'm sure I will. Um, and it, like I said, I don't think I, I don't think I came by uh to the booth this year. Um, cause the guys did, we kind of split up, but, um, I'm assuming he'll be, he'll be with you guys in the future, uh, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll have that yeah. opportunity to meet him. But that, that is, that's, you know, you think about it too. I mean, think about you come from China of yeah. all places, you know, you come from China here and then you yeah. go, I'm going to go to Nicaragua and make us, and he's how old now? He's like 31. Is that what you said? He's 31 now. Just had his birthday. 31. All right. So he's like the same age as Mitchell. So, I mean. I mean, if it's too bad because if Mitchell was here, I'd be like, "Can you just think at your age?" Like, um, but I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that is unique, and uh, yeah, and I know that and, you know you mentioned something too, and I'm only mentioning it because I, I've I've heard other people talk about this. Um, mm -hmm. Being you know, cigar making is a very Latin cultured thing, and yeah. I know that there's some other you know non you know Latin background folks who. Sure have you know in in been the scarvis i know even drew newman has talked about this you know in um in the uh in the hand rolled uh series that is just debuted I, I he actually touched on that very specific issue about you know people you know maybe they don't take yeah. you seriously because you know you don't look like them and you don't speak their language um like literally and you know but mm -hmm. you're making cigars um so to kind of break that barrier and mm -hmm. you know you get to a trade show and everyone's ordering that cigar you know, and it's just like I, I, I get it. I mean, I'm sure yeah. for for him, that's. I mean, it's. I would think it's a big deal for anyone to hear that your cigar is selling well. But f to someone like him who's been on literally a journey, uh, yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's pretty remarkable. Yeah. That is. 
That's really cool. Yeah, and I want to make it clear that it's not a knock on a lot of these kind of Latin because, I mean, you know, these guys that have been doing it, they do have generations of working in this. There's a lot of passion and pride right. in what they do, and I can totally see that. Um, but to see that passion and pride of someone from the outside uh, and coming in there and doing that, the outside of the cigar world like that, uh, and a young guy, you know, too. And then, um, you know, I think the greatest part of that whole story is just the fact that, you know, Luciano and his wife were gracious enough to feed the panda and take him in and, uh, you know, work with him to be able to cultivate that um, passion into something and create again, that just, that's the, the culture that we've, we, we have at Luciano cigars. It's just not even created. It's a, it's just the culture that we are and being able to tell panda stories is just another reason why um, we know the success is, is, you know, and this growth curve, we got to be ready for it because we're growing so much. It's great. And you're going to see Panda doing events, you know, all over the country. He's done a bunch already. I think he's got some coming up in Memphis, but uh, various locations around there. He's been really killing it. Sean O'Connor just posted. He's our uh, a guy in Texas, and he's done some events with Panda as well because yeah. um, Panda also lives in Dallas and in Nicaragua. He actually has an apartment in Nicaragua. You know, he's just that motivated. So it's just cool. It's a cool story. It is. Stop talking, Ray. You take a drink. My bad. No, 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 no. No, you're good. I'm. I'm quick with my water. <laughs> I uh, small sips. Um, but you know, it's it, it's it's interesting. You know, you hear that story, and then you just you already start thinking like, oh, like wow, like he's been successful. He's got the cigar, and it's like, what else is he gonna do? You know, like you know, That's someone like that, they don't stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, what yeah. do I do now? You got to keep it going, right? So. Yeah. Um, I think that's the interesting part is, you know, you do the first one. That's great. But it's like, now what, you know, how do you, how do you yeah. keep the train rolling? You hear him humbly say often, he's like, man, there's a lot of pressure and responsibility, uh, not pressure for success, but responsibility from that. You know, it's just a matter of, you know, you can, you can come in and you can make a statement. You can create something with something great in the first cigar. Um, but there's, of course, all the people on the outside that will be saying, well, what's your second cigar going to be like? Uh, almost not allowing time to celebrate the win of the first. But at the same time, you know, Panda feels it in a different way he's expressed. Um, and these are, you know, his kind of perspectives, not even mine. But he's like, man, I, I want to work even harder to be able to create something again, you know, in a manner that people will just be able to enjoy and it will bring joy to their lives and community. So uh, it's actually very, very cool. Yeah. It's a good dude. Yeah. I mean, you know what? This industry needs more of that. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. not that it doesn't have a lot, but, you know, it's every every little bit, I think, it counts. And, you know, it's uh, it's an inspiration to other people. And, um, you know, it's just it's just good. It's just good for everyone. You know, when you have good people and they they work hard and they they set a standard, you know, they set a uh, they set an example. Um, yeah. I think it's really important. Yep. Yep. And he's such a good dude. I mean, you know, you talk to him, he's, he's wacky, man. He's a fun guy for sure. Yeah. And, but, uh, you know, I'm an old man. So for me, I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I can keep up with Panda. Uh, but he's just such a great guy and his passion comes through and everything he does. What was he dude. doing in China before he left? Do you know? Being Chinese. I don't know. He was with his family. He was growing up before college, going to school and then came to the U S to go to school and try to see some opportunity and uh, okay. do some things. So, how old? So mm -hmm. how old was he when he came over? So I'm assuming you know, 18, going into college or so, 19. Okay, so, so. all right, yo, so really, okay, I'm just I'm trying to like, I'm like, oh, all right, mm -hmm. so he, he was, I mean, that's still young too. I mean, yeah, to make that yeah. move and wow, yeah, and by himself in that aspect too. It's just like, man, it's like, again, it's a little window into the character of the man. You know, that he's willing to go and try something that big and that new and that different. Shoot, I know people that can't move across the city, yeah. you know, because they're just like, no, man, I, I got my roots, you know, um, and stuff like that. But, you know, he's he's always up to embrace and, and try to overcome the next big challenge. And just uh, he's wired that way. He's such a gifted guy. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't wait to meet him. I, I you know, I, di I didn't realize how deep his story went. So. Uh, really excited to uh, to meet him and to, to learn more about him because he, he sounds awesome. Um, I'm yeah. gonna circle back to uh, to Luciano's comment and uh, yeah, if I can find it. Oh yeah, right here it is. I don't think I've ever asked Ed what is his favorite of our lines, and this is a very interesting question. I am curious to hear the answer as well. I like his most recent post actually, where it just says you know 
he's talking about the stories of Frank Cassio and Michael Danulis and how they created a, um, you know, foreign affair together with him, which we talked about before. Yeah. Uh, just ind unique individuals from the back, similar backgrounds and, you know, families, both in the restaurant business. They knew each other as little kids, you know, grew up together, but then, you know, became part of our family and created foreign affair with Luciano. And uh, another story of that way where these guys are not necessarily likely characters, if you will, uh, to create a cigar, but both Frank and, and Mike are going to be in big at uh, Big Smoke as we're, you know, talking about stuff like foreign affair and all the ratings that we received in foreign affairs. So it's going to be cool uh, seeing them together, but it's just another guy. And I'm trying to skirt around the fact of trying to pick my favorite child in our portfolio. Can you tell? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the <laughs> expected kidding. reaction. You know, it's, it's funny, you know, it's, it's like when you ask, <laughs> when you ask certain people, like you ask like people who own brands or, or, you know, other people who work for brands or people who worked for a certain brand for a long time, you know, very, you know, attached yeah. to it. You ask that question like, <clears throat> oh, so like, you know, what's your favorite of your cigars? And then you ask the other question, which is, you know, of, of other people's cigars, what do you like? And it's it's always fun because everyone always has the same reaction for the most part. It's always like, so like in terms of other brands, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, well, I really try to stay loyal, you know, to, to, to our company. And it's like, that's no. bullshit. You know it. And I'm not no. saying that to be a yeah. dick, but come on. Like, we all know it's true. I know people smoke everybody else's shit. <laughs> yeah. So I will take that because now that you bring that point up, I want to make sure and be really clear that, you know, you know, I couldn't, like I said, I've been a cigar smoker for 30 years, you know, and I love I love so much just the community that's, that's brought about in cigars, the people coming together. Um, but in that, you can't just like not enjoy cigars and be able to experience those positives as well. Uh, so I've been, you know, smoking cigars. A lot of some of my favorites, you know, it's like you have that, that childhood comfort food, you know, that grandma or mom used to make back in the day. So some of my favorite cigars, even from other manufacturers, will be things like that. You know, um, cigars that come from other other manufacturers or, you know, uh, maybe aren't as popular. Now, one of my favorite cigars is still the punch Royal coronation from way back in the day. Oh, wow. You know, that's a cigar that comes in a little, little tube. And I often will try to find them, you know, out there because that little tube is cool. It's a little petite Corona size. It burns great. It's just a flavor that I recognize from way back when, you know, and I, I, I still, I still like that cigar and still seek it out. And if I see it in a store, we'll still grab one of those, you know, um, yeah. It's uh, one of the few, you know, cigars that I've just kind of always been been really into and just, just love. But I do smoke a lot of cigars. I smoke everyone's stuff. Um, smoked a lot of Triumphador Lanceros over the years. A lot of uh, Illusion HLs, the Holy Lances, you know, uh, a, lot of, a lot of that sort of stuff in the past. Even some, you know, old Ashton BSG stuff and, and everything too, That's you nice. know. Um, been doing that for a very long time. So, um Miss some of those like old Perdomo edition to Silvio's and stuff like that. Um, you know, what a great cigar that was back in the day. And, you know, a bunch of the CAO Cameroon, I have a soft spot for it. It was one of my first cigars. Um, so it's very cool. And in our portfolio, um, pretty much it's been, it's been fun because uh, the portfolio definitely kind of ruins my palate a little bit. I find myself like, you know, oh, I should, you know, save some of these cigars. I smoke a lot of cigars and save some of them for, you know, giving away the samples when I'm out there and doing these things. But at the same time, man, I'm like, shoot, I don't want to smoke anything else, you know, because Luciano's talent of making clean flavored cigars are great. Um, but the go-to in the portfolio for me is this um, Maria Lucia for sure. Um, that's going to be, you know, still my favorite blend at this point. Um, I do love uh, the Y Panda uh, for sure. It's just so dynamic and new and unique. Um, and honestly, you know, this Delay Nicaragua a brand we haven't even talked about yet at the trade show, we just came out and, um, you know, Sali Delay is our German distributor for Luciano cigars. And we make for him the, uh, the Delay Nicaragua. And, uh, that cigar, man, is, is we distribute it in the U S we, we distribute the Delay Istanbul for him as well in the U S uh, and he distributes our cigars in Germany and uh, such a great partnership family again, as we talked about, but that Delay Nicaragua, um, those are like kind of my, my three go-to smokes right now in our portfolios, Maria Lucia, Delay Nicaragua and Panda. Yeah. I actually forgot about the Delay in the Istanbul. I mean, 
I um yeah. I'm looking at it now on the on our website from our, our PCA coverage and I remember that now and I remember thinking when the Istanbul the the July Istanbul was announced and I remember yeah. seeing, seeing photos of it. Uh I just remember being like, Wow, that packaging is pretty sharp. Um that's pretty badass looking. I I loved how that looked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, you guys. So you guys. You guys did have a busy uh, busy trade show this year. You guys had a lot. Going we on. did. Yeah, that's the first premium cigar to have Turkish tobacco in the filler too. So yeah, super that's right. Unique flavor. Yeah, yeah. Great cigar. Has a really cool little band. I got a little Principe right here. You know, where is where's my camera? But just a cool little band. Um, Almost like a just a great stamp. great cigar. It's like a little piece of micro art. That yeah. uh, Delight owned, he used for it. Super cool. Yeah, working with but, Turkish tobacco. I mean, that's uh, that's interesting. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, how how did, how did, is is Turkish? I mean, I I'll be honest. I don't I don't know much about it. Is is Turkish tobacco something that's that's used, or is that was that really new for when you guys used? Really it? new in premium cigars for sure. There's always been Turkish tobacco available in you know, cigarette concepts or pipe tobacco, okay, yeah. uh, those sorts of things. But bringing that into uh, the cigar world and its unique flavor, uh, that real kind of natural earthy kind of flavor to it all, is just a, a super new dynamic uh, in cigars and and uh, something to be smoked for sure. Yeah. Look, we got Panda commenting on here too. That Lin Zhu Yan, yeah, that's Panda. I was going to say, I think, I think that's Panda. Uh, he's watching yeah. with us tonight, so shout out to him. He's here. He's watching the show, mm-hmm. and uh, Panda, I can't wait to meet you someday. Um, I've heard a lot about you now, and uh, all good things, all good things. I don't know how long he's been here, but I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully he heard all of it. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> that's cool. He is here. Luciano has uh, also commented back. I'll, I always answer the new one, but the way your favorite will be the one I'll hand you tomorrow. So there's a, there's cats a out of the bag. I'm meeting Luciano tomorrow. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> there's a couple uh, that I can't talk about right now that are just enamored. Um, you know, and I know with Luciano, he loves to try to, you know, give away things like that. And I know we don't want to get too far into teasing or anything like that, but Luciano, um, you can feel free to bring me a couple of those we were working on when we were in Nicaragua together. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. The sleeper of the trade show. Um, was his last comment so um, yeah he's now, not talking about me i don't think i hope not no i don't think so i don't i don't i don't, I don't take <laughs> you as someone who sleeps in the booth although no, no, no. although there was some booths i walked by where there were some people who looked a little too comfortable in their booth so there was no time to sleep in our booth our guys were <laughs> hustling man it's cranking yeah yeah which has kind of always been the way for you guys if i remember correctly yeah yeah I mean, you know, you can't be people-focused and not have service in mind. Uh, service will always take a bit, but it's always a balance because, you know, I have a lot of conversations with, uh, you know, being in the industry so long with a lot of retailers that come through. I see them, haven't seen them in a while, and it's all about these things that are, uh, you know, that are sitting around and, and, you know, we're talking about stuff and everything. And I'm like, okay, it's great to see you, but at the same time, we are busy, bro. I got to go. We got to sell some stuff, and, and I want to be respectful of your time for your business as well. We're not the only booth you want to visit. Um, you know, maybe we are, I don't know, but from that aspect, it's always been really cool and we've been really busy as a result, um, and creating a ton of business. I mean, our numbers this last year were astronomical and we're just growing, growing more and more. Luciano was mentioning that the Delight Nicaragua is the sleeper of the show. Right. Um, that's just such a good blend. When we first smoked it, uh, before the show started, you know, we are all together smoking it all as a team, just trying the different cigars and. The Delight Nicaragua and the Panda, man, they stood out as the two that I, I was in. And I actually favored the Delight Nicaragua um, over the Panda at the time. So uh, it's it's just such a great cigar. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't think I've smoked that one uh, personally myself, uh, but it's it's on my list. There's, there's a long list of stuff that still needs to be tried, but and that's on my list. I'll call but... Senor Garofalo and get that handled so we can get the guys at Two Guys, that's the number two guy's smoke shop, to be able to get some cigars in there and bring these things in. Yeah, that's right. you gotta you got to get them in at Two Guys Cigars. That's that's the only place, the number two guyscigars.com. Yep, that's the only place. That's right. At least here on this show. That's where we go. I don't know well, about you, but that's where I go. So. we got work to do. If Paul Wood, you're still watching. Hey, reach out for me, man. Let's get this going. 
See, look at that. Look at look at the <laughs> look at the magic happening here. Right up right up live on the show, you know, getting getting things done, you know, blowing up Dave's phone. Um That's right. That's that's the way you do it. It's well, I mean, you probably go to Ed first, Ed Santa Maria. Then, yeah. Then then you get to Dave. Yeah. So uh but either way, don't those guys those guys will make it happen. They're true professionals, so um mm-hmm. that'll be exciting to see for sure. Um now looking at the time, we're getting kind of towards the end of the show here. Um We've talked a lot about what you guys have come out with this year, and I know you've teased a little bit for the future, and I won't I won't pry too much. I'll save some excitement for next year. Um, one thing I will ask you as a manufacturer, and I've been asking some people this lately, just kind of you know getting the temperature of the room and the industry. Yeah. You know, with the trade show being changed um, from July now up to March, you know, you're talking about your, our next trade show is under a year from the last one. Um, right. Has that increased any pressure or made things more difficult or maybe push some, some projects back a little bit because you just now with the timetable change, just not going to be able to, to present it or how, how has that really affected you guys at Luciano Scars? Yeah. Good question, man. It's uh it's definitely added a little bit of pressure on certain aspects because of the fact that we don't have the time and development that we're used to. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I say that, and as far as doing our own distribution and everything of such, we're not really that old. So in trying to, gr- to kind of grow that and figure that out, we have kind of an advantage in a certain aspect here, truthfully, that is we're very, very um, nimble uh, with growing our own tobacco, with making them in our factories, with having our rollers in-house <laughs> as people that work for us. Uh, you know, we have all that kind of in place. We've been pretty nimble. Uh, the part that's the most... Uh, of a struggle, if you will, in trying to get something out in a quicker turnaround time frame, It's just the fact that the creativity of our company, I mean, which one of the 16 different potential blends that we're looking at, are we really going to do? We don't have time to kind of play with those a little bit right now, but we're also very comfortable that, man, if it was possible and if the um, industry would, would be able to absorb such a thing, shoot, we could come out with 15, 14 different blends, you know, at this trade show, but we don't really want to do that because, you know, uh, we want to make sure and do that sort of stuff and get it all right and and not work on too many things with such a small team, you know, all at one time and focus on getting everything right. And uh, but uh, we don't see a lot of stress or struggle or worry about the pushed forward date. Um, I think in some aspects, it's better for some retailers and some it's not. Um, but at the same time, it is now in March. So we have to be ready for it, and we're going to have plenty of offerings both on the ATL side and on the Luciano side to where we're going to be able to um, make sure our complete family of brands don't have a size. We actually have a family of brands with multiple things coming out. So um, it's been struggles to answer your question, but at the same time, you know, we're not this big machine that's hard to turn in a lot of ways like some of the other manufacturers So uh, that I've worked for even in the past. So. Yeah, you know, and it's funny, everyone's going to have a different answer, you know, and everyone has had a different answer. I mean, you're talking about, you know, different size companies with different capabilities and, you know, some companies have had stuff on schedule, you know, for certain dates of the year already and have been able to pivot, some haven't. So it's just kind of nice. It's just, it's, it's, look, PCA, you know, in terms of the media, at least, um, you know, it's one of our highest trafficked things of the year so it's we're always sure. we're always we're always poking and prodding with it and for a manufacturer and a retailer uh it's also an important time if you know it's if it's in a you know if you go to it and you utilize it um you know for a retailer you know it's a big t- it's a it's a very important time if you know you're going there and you're buying all new stuff or you're just you know adding orders to your existing stuff you carry or as a manufacturer you debut products and uh it's a great it's a great place to debut things so yeah i mean obviously you know we talk about it a lot but it's it's a very important time for this industry so um, sure yeah always always curious just how you know companies are dealing with the change and if that yeah affects i think what the best see. way to kind of answer that as a whole is just the fact that we have new cigars coming out the show we have another new cigar coming out between now and the show so it's pretty exciting oh that is exciting yeah so, i think that'll tell you kind of how we feel about the pressure of the time yeah so. i think you guys are going to be all right i think uh no, there's nothing to nothing to worry about over at Luciano Cigars, um, and uh, I'm excited to see what you guys have up your sleeve. As always, as always. Um, mm-hmm. But Ed, you know this has been a great this has been a great time. Um, we are getting towards the end of the show though, and uh, I wanna I wanna end it on a high note. So I think I'm gonna end it right there. 
And uh, I just were there to... low notes? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying there were low notes, Matthew? No, I'm offended now. No, there were no <laughs> low kidding. notes. I don't want to get to the low notes. That's that's what I'm trying to prevent. You know, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> no, but this is this has been a lot of fun. Um, I really I'm I'm happy to have you on the show, and thank you for being here, taking time out of your 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 day. I, I know you are busy. You yeah. guys got a lot going on, so thank you for being here. Oh, my pleasure for sure. Um. And we look forward to seeing you at PCA and seeing, you know, what you guys have going on. We're also excited to see what you guys have coming up before that. So that'll be a nice little surprise. And uh, Arrow, as always, all the best and good luck with everything that you guys have going on. Man, thank you so much. And uh, my best to your team and to your lovely wife. Thank you so much uh, just for, for all you guys are doing for the industry. Thank you so much for caring for what we do and kind of getting the word out there and taking time out to to listen to uh, to us as we – we, we just continue to talk and talk and talk sometimes, but um, we yeah. just thank you so much for letting us get the word out for um, being able to share our passion in a way. And you guys are always so respectful and great for that. So I uh, wish you all the best and thank you so much for, for having me on the show on behalf of all of Luciano cigars. Absolutely. Anytime you guys are always welcome here. Uh, it's always great to get together with any of you guys and talk about cigars and, uh, or just, you know, about ourselves in general uh, it's always great mm-hmm. to catch up with everyone, see how everyone's doing. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be our show for this week. So, guys, thank you for listening and tuning in. For those of you who are listening to us or watching us later, we also thank you. Don't forget to like and subscribe on all of our social media platforms, our YouTube channel, and yeah. everywhere you can find your podcasts. And as always, don't forget to visit SmokingTobacco.com for more cigar news, reviews, and other updates from the cigar industry. And with that, we will see you next Wednesday night. Just also, before I sign off, as I'm just remembering this now, there will not be a Spare Notes series this Saturday night because Kevin and Coop, as I had already alluded to, are down in Miami, so we had decided to push it. So Spare Notes will actually return next Saturday night. Um, uh, and we'll have uh, quite a lot to talk about on that show. So uh, stay, tu- stay tuned for the update. We'll remind you guys, but there is no Spare Notes this week. It's next week. So with that, we'll see you next Wednesday night for the Smoking Tobacco Show. Take care. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smokin' Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokinTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.